but right now all right <laughs> welcome to another episode of closing staff podcast i'll be your host for today trade hold and we have our uh, standard here uh cash wrap the standard. standard i like that it's a good title yeah like well it's a standard with, with the normal staff recording right. um we're missing distro for today he couldn't make it yeah. uh but we do no have distro. another guest no distro. um you can hear her clearly <laughs> Hopefully, uh, maybe. yeah and uh we call her field destroy destroy yeah <laughs> she <laughs> she really wanted fields. that name <laughs> we gave her a list and she was just like oh destroy everything <laughs> you know many, destroy. many boxes of of uh, rejected GameStop memorabilia yeah, that Field yeah. Destroy has destroyed. We so. may, maybe might go into a little bit about Field, what Field Destroy means, too. I know we've <laughs> talked about it before, but not... I know oh, new listeners. It's we the should, best thing where you can, you know, release your anger. Yeah, we should uh, we should intro what these names mean when we have guests. I guess we can do that's that, yeah. Gosh, that's a good point yeah. you made. Well, I guess we should talk about that now. <laughs> because well, we just kind of brought it up, Field Destroy. Yeah, in, Field in Destroy. Your, in your own words, Field Destroy, what is Field Destroy? Well, it's generally just product that can't be fixed uh, after it's being returned as defective from like our customers. So uh, that being said, after a certain period of time being field destroy, we actually, like it says, destroy them. <laughs> destroy. And what are the methods used to destroy these things in the field? Um, before it used to be like the district leaders that tend to destroy them they come to sort of destroy your box yeah. but recently they've been allowing store leaders to destroy them themselves so oh. i purely took advantage of that and released all my anger on them so were we talking like hammers hammering and cutting no chainsaw where's possible i totally would but i feel like that'd be a little bit dangerous at the store in the back room it would also be really distracting, <laughs> but it'll, it'd be distracting, but also entertaining because you'll have customers in there, but like hearing the chainsaw, oh, something didn't feel destroyed. Okay. Yeah, that's just a typical feel destroyed process. It's like they'll just stand there, but like, oh, let's listen to this. Oh, maybe we can make out what's being destroyed right now. Like, <laughs> At least so it was at the last, I think it was three years ago is when they started letting store leaders destroy them. So I took pure advantage. Haven't, oh. haven't they changed the policy multiple times of field destroy because I remember there was a time before when they still let store leaders field destroy them. They would field destroy them with uh, district leaders in presence um, before oh. it, like inventory when inventory happens. Uh-huh. Uh, that's when it's yeah. like, oh, is that your list of field destroy? Here's the list. Double check it. They'll double check it, and then they're like, okay, since you can't really scan your own stuff during inventory, destroy this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's still store leaders, but it still needs to be verified by the district manager. Okay. Or Make leader. this not functional anymore is what they would <laughs> well, say. Well, I do know also that... Now um, <laughs> I do know that sometimes before they... And if, you know, also flip-flopped on this one, uh, guides, when they... Sometimes they when they get painted out, they have to be field destroyed too, or they've switched it mm-hmm. uh, before they had to... Hmm? It's still the same. It's still the same? Yeah. I've, I've been told just recently, like literally only a week ago, uh, from another manager that pennied out guides now don't have to be field destroyed now mm. um oh no so, yeah they've been changing it i think that's what i'm saying yeah. last time they tell us to ship it back to the warehouse and they'll destroy it there mm-hmm. um but now it seems like we still destroy them ourselves again okay have you ripped the pages out and... oh totally <laughs> <laughs> well what, what what is your opinion on field destroying stuff that isn't defective like candy yeah like candy or again guides before you had to feel destroy I me. Mean. What what an open what an open bag of candy when when we all used to sell candy, when when that was opened on the floor but not purchased was that a field destroy? 
Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Where well, did they build this? Uh, yeah, because we'd have to defect it out, yeah. generally. Defective candy still tastes good, though, right? Unless you really want to see what was thrown in there after it was being opened. <laughs> if something was thrown in, I mean... Uh, it's, it some depends of us got on hungry who. On the yeah, shift it's like some people. I'm, I'm sure some was like, "Oh, this is feel destroyed," right? And just popping candy in their mouth. But uh, it depends on your story too. If you're if yeah. you're attracting a lot of the homeless or ghetto people, then maybe you don't want to eat anything that was yeah, opened. That's true. That's Probably true. it just really depends on how you want to do. It. If you actually just want to toss it, I mean, you'll toss it. Otherwise, it really depends. I think. Shoot. Not just candy, but I remember we had a field destroy for a shirt. We just gave it to the homeless. Really? Yeah. So I mean, that's especially yeah. one that's always constantly hanging out. It's like yeah, in here. yeah, yeah. You can have those. And and that that well, that's 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 exactly what I mean. Especially Actually, when it comes to like pennying out, because uh, I know that like one of the managers, like I said recently, he told me that uh, pennied out guys, he just gives them out, and there's and there was some uh, pennied out pops, and he gave them out too, mm. and uh, he said. That's what, this is what he told me. He said that, oh, yeah, we do have to use I to. think they're thinking about the, the, the liquidation. What do they call it? Clarence? No, it's, they just remove it from the inventory. Yeah, it's not pennied out. It's just remove. Remove okay. altogether. So, altogether. It's like, mm. they'll just remove it out of the inventory. And then that's where they'll say, like, just give it out as part of, you know, your raffles and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, and, and there are a lot of, like. The collectibles that don't yeah yeah don't sell whatsoever and people love that stuff right at the events and yeah they'll yeah. actually t- um i mean and it's good because we get to host more events and we have more prizes rather than spending our own money like we used to back then yeah yes. which we've talked about being right. yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah oh yeah yeah and then uh you know when i think he was still saying this is what he also told me when he said about talking about pennied out guides was that uh yeah we used to have to feel destroy them but now he can give them out Again? Yeah, now I guess they they're considering it as part of what, that liquidating part, because huh. the liquidating only just started recently over, like right before summer. Oh, so this is a recent. Fairly though. recent, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Before. I was okay. gonna say it has to be recent because yeah, exactly. Before they definitely had to food destroy. It was it was, it was definitely before summer because I can, I remember when uh, my current leader was like, oh yeah, these are liquidated. I was like, what? <laughs> or cleared out or whatever he called it. I don't remember anymore. Oh wow! Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's part of part part of the whole uh, restructuring thing that GameStop is doing. Yeah. Just to be like, oh yeah, let's actually make sense of things. Right. You know? <laughs> and let's let's not, let's, let's not listen. Take a to let's uh, and break them. Let's in not half. listen to our pets of monkeys. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's like oh yeah, we've been listening to our you know all of our monkey pets. You know, as board of directors. And yeah. uh, maybe we should <laughs> remove the pets and actually talk to each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen to what people have to say. Yeah, we should do that. Um, anyways, What's we've the, been... Uh, I later. have one more question yes. around Field Destroy for Field Destroy. What's the? Do you have any memories of Field Destroying things that you really didn't want to Field Destroy? Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> mm, that is a... Uh... Anything that made you cry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, there's a lot of accessories where I knew for a fact it still worked. Uh, mm. And then there was actually some statues that were... Oh, no. That were like, <laughs> oh, an arm is off. That's nothing like super glue can fix. Yeah, <laughs> you right, know, if you right. want to do yourself, it's like, do I really have to break this? That's so sad. So <laughs> waste of money. And... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, shame. Was there a time <clears throat> or was there anything you remember that you were happy to destroy or maybe just... 
in a good mood, like <laughs> stress relieving. <laughs> stress Anything relieving. you thought I can probably destroy this over and over yeah. again. <laughs> I mean, less aside from Fallout seventy six. <laughs> oh, because oh, I heard that was. Crazy. <laughs> I can't really say. I mean, I never played the game, so I can't really say on that one. Uh, that I was happy to break. Yeah. Oh, you know, I can't really say. Think of anything aside from like I'm just mad. I just want to break. <laughs> Take a hammer and smack it. Okay. <laughs> Guild destroy was therapy. Probably for I guess. Oh yeah. Here. yeah, it's my therapy most definitely. <laughs> well, anyone that's worked with her, we worked with her. I worked with her. She she was my first official manager. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Before level up, technically, before I knew level I knew up. level up for quite a bit, but uh, she but yeah. Field destroy was my hiring manager. Field destroy yes. was the hiring manager. Yeah. That's right. When you came around. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we've been going on for a while now before introducing the topic. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so the so the topic we actually have is the first in. A, it's gonna be a few times. Few yeah, times we're gonna this do this. Is a big big episode yeah. for us. So this is our uh, women of GameStop, in which we kind of get a perspective from women who worked at GameStop, yeah. and their uh, oh, yeah. you know their experience working as a woman. I guess. Yes, working as a woman. <laughs> if you didn't catch that the first few times, women of GameStop. Um, oh, so. And she was she was a uh, management. Well, what was your background going into uh, GameStop? Uh, I moved up, so I was hired as a GA at first, who would only work weekends, mm-hmm. uh, one day a weekend. Uh, and then I think for like three months they forgot to uh, schedule me, so I was like, oh, and they got rehired during holiday season, and I stayed from there. Oh. It's like that same year. Wow. Yeah. And then about a year after getting rehired, I got promoted to LGA. Early game advisor at the time, hmm. um, or fourth key. No, I was like, there's there's a lot of positions. Yeah, back and at the LGA time. wasn't there. LGA. Yeah. yeah, I think like three years later they said LGA was not supposed yeah. to hold keys. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, right. I still held keys anyway, so it didn't matter. <laughs> uh, but I was in LGA for like. And technically, GAs aren't supposed to hold keys, and that happens quite often. <laughs> yeah, and then they became certified. Not, yeah, you know, certified GAs. Changed. Yeah. Um, but I think I was in LGA for about two years before I skipped SGA and went to ASL. So, what a pro! <laughs> yeah, they just they just skipped their up. Well, I had really a really good manager at that time when mm-hmm. he rehired me, um, and then you know me, quick learner for a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. I so he was just really good, and then I came from there, just skipped. And when I decided to transfer out um, because of the fact that I was. Uh, Pretty much thrown under the bus and then toll went up a buck. So I was like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, not be here anymore because you guys promised me ASL position, but I did not. Yeah. I transferred to, uh, back to my original store and then, oh my God, it was so much stuff. I transferred <laughs> back to my original store. And Corporate about three politics. months later, I got promoted to um, ASL. To ASL after that. Wow, wait, how long were you, uh, how long were you ASL before you were uh, promoted to um about- Three and a half, four years? Three and a half, four years? Three, four years is ASM. ASM back then. Our, yeah. our store so was, was that? No, it wasn't our store. I was three years no. manager, four years. So, yeah, about three years I went. Yeah, I was an SGA for two years. So, yeah, yeah. calculating, right? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, it was in our store, right, when you were first store leader? It was a store before that? I want to say. I think our. I thought our store was the first. It was my official first. Yeah. I was oh. a temporary store yeah. leader prior uh-huh. um, for a holiday season. Um, uh, when did I get? It was like March when I took over. It was the mm-hmm. holiday season prior is when I was a temp. So I was. I went back to ASL obviously because temp yeah. position doesn't thing during after and then yeah. And then jumped over to our. Okay. Ship after mm-hmm. that. <clears throat> yeah, 
Uh, how did you get into like wanting to work at GameStop? Like, I obviously I'm sure you game. <laughs> I, game. I actually went into one of the stores before to buy a specific game because I saw it uh, for the PS2 Girl Lancer. Generations. Oh, Girl Lancer. Mm. Yeah, of course. Girl Lancer Generation for the PS2. I was there to shop, and then the manager there at the time was like, oh, you game, and stuff. And we just came into a conversation and saying how I was looking for a job, but I just got hired that same day to another job. And he was like, did you want to work here? Just straight up. was like, do you want to work here? I was like, well, I just got hired another job, but I mean, I'll only probably be available like on weekends. He's like, that's fine. If you can just be here, well, like, like that's weekend. perfect for GA. Yeah. I mean, he's got because he was talking about like he needed more girls for his store mm. so at that time. I think he had only had one other girl prior, but she barely worked also. So and it went from there. That's how so I started it, back in 2007. Is that just, is that, was that? Back in what? 2007, I remember. Oh, uh, okay. In January. So yeah. when he, when he say you need more girls for a store, just like, just for attraction purposes or just more like of an energy thing or do you happen to have um i you know it's been like 10 years 11 years from <laughs> the, i can't time, remember man. technically it's 12. It's like, oh yeah that's yeah, right yeah. still destroy does not have a great memory in general <laughs> so. yeah my memory Concept sucks of time is... <laughs> like, i mix up my time all the time yeah um aside but, from like the most random thing january 2007 remember it was like the first week that's yeah. all i remember and then that's i guess it was because I was I was very hyperactive back then, super hyperactive. <laughs> so I guess probably from the energy. Another part was obviously I game, and then I guess you can say because I'm a woman. So yeah. that's most likely why he hired me at that time. <clears throat> okay. How was the uh, how was the experience kicking off your your work at GameStop? Like, do you remember like your sh- your first shift and and working with a bunch of dudes and helping? A customer base predominantly. <laughs> We're gonna have man. to go into this vacuum story <laughs> later, but <laughs> you're seeing my reaction. I was just like, oh, "How do I remember that?" Um, I honestly don't remember my first day, but to say of working with dudes, it's like it's honestly nothing new, mm-hmm. mainly yeah. because I've been video gaming since I was young. Mm-hmm. I grew up with an older brother who liked to pretend. You know, he was a wrestler. <laughs> and what You're happens, I'm the dummy, <laughs> yeah, so it happens right. to me. So I grew up kind of like a tomboy at the time. Um, Just like my sisters. <laughs> yeah, more or less. And then I have, like, a lot of my really good friends are dudes. Yeah. So yeah. it's nothing new. So that's why I was able to interact with the customers easily with guys. My only difference, obviously, was, you know, how the customers would really treat a woman inside a GameStop store. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, Which is a big, uh, I think, a big thing we were... Yeah, one of the reasons yeah. for this... Um, but to understand that perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, um, <clears throat> what? How did you feel? Like, did you ever observe there was a different way that people acted towards you as opposed to your coworkers? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Like, I mean, from a like, let's say, uh, observing from the perspective of the work environment and also from the customers. Like, how would you say was uh, was the difference in how you know they interacted with you? Um. Like, where do I even start? There's, uh, <laughs> there's so much. There's so much. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I mean, you get these different kind of uh, customers. You have like the shy customers who usually talk. You know, they can easily adapt talking to other guys of the store. Mm-hmm. You know, but th- and then once they see you, it's like, oh, it's a chick. What do I say? You know, what do I do? What do I do? I was like, how do you talk about video gaming? Oh, do you like, you know, cooking? Mama I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> because I'm a woman, I play. <laughs> I mean, I play the game. I love the game, but I, you know, right. I play Call of Duty. Right. You know, like, you know I play the same. I thing play Halo. Play, right? <laughs> well, I suck at first-person shooters until like my boyfriend was like, you know, we need a person to play. <laughs> it was like. Buy me the game and I'll play and yeah. see what happens from there. We'll figure this out. Yeah, and then you have those strong hardcore gamer dudes who's just like, this chick probably doesn't know what she's doing. She'll go straight to the dudes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like okay, so forth and so forth. But the most like funny thing is when you have like after getting along with all your coworkers, you know, they know how you are as a person. So when they see customers come in trying to just like, oh well, she knows the game well, mm -hmm. and they're like why <laughs> but i was talking to you though. yeah i was like like i can talk but i don't play the game she does She's yeah like, she plays this game <laughs> she plays that game it's the rise of uh, girl gamers it's now it's much, a much more common thing it's a common yeah thing. Definitely. like it like, i mean it's it's still on the thing where it's like oh yeah there are girl, girl gamers you know right like it's just now becoming a real big trend to be a girl gamer yeah. but back yeah. then it's still it was a very niche yeah, thing it really was um Pretty much. I guess you can say like my first four years of GameStop where it still had that didn't really have, you know, just the girl gamer. Why? Yeah. You know, <laughs> why? It's like, why you, I'm game. like, are you working here just to be like the face of the show or are you here because you actually game? I'm like, uh, mm. <laughs> you know, hand gesture. <laughs> yeah. Why, Why am I here? <laughs> like, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? So you want to talk about Grand Theft Auto? I haven't played since the third one. I don't care about a new fourth one. Yeah. You know, but I'll play Halo. I play <laughs> Call of Duty. I can still get like 20 positive kills, you know, yeah. compared to you. Yeah. That's legit. Kill <laughs> Destroy legit. Yeah. Kill Destroy will destroy you. I will destroy you. <laughs> I'm also the type of person where I'm highly competitive and I hate being looked down upon. Yeah. Mainly because of the fact that, you know, growing up, oh, it's a chick, you know, stuff right. like that. Go easy. Go easy on me? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, My brother right. was throwing me all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, so we can talk about Stone Cold Stone and Rock Bottoms with Fear Destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Things that I've done to my sister. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's going to happen. You know, you have siblings, you, just, you know, something yeah. that's going to You just, just, just that you can't do the pedigree, though, because then that just seems really sexist. <laughs> That's just taking it too yeah, far yeah. at that point. <laughs> like, okay, we're going outside of gaming, but yeah. Uh, so, what... Avalanche. Okay. As an avalanche back there. Yeah. I destroy stuff without even touching anything. Yeah, Phil Destroy looked at that. Yeah. And it just collapsed right now. That was interesting. Okay, channeled, anyways. Channeled all that energy into that avalanche back there. I'll, I'll fix that later. Let's go play some Star Wars. <laughs> Using the Force. Her, now you're her, talking cash powers. Like language right now. Yeah. Right. He's like, I know nothing really. about Star Wars. Well, that's not true. I've never seen a Star Wars movie, which I know is blasphemy. Yes. But I, I think I'd say I know a, quite a good deal about Star Wars, considering I've never seen a movie. Like, oh. I'm sure I know a good deal of characters and plots yeah. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because I have so many Star Wars fan like friends. Yeah. We'll just right. talk about so they, oh we'll yeah, talk about yeah. So yeah, through. I'm like, yeah, I know Boba Fett. Yeah, I used to get Boba Fett mixed up with, um, um, yeah, yeah I, used, I used to get these three names mixed up: Boba Fett, Jar Jar Binks, and Jabba the Hutt. Mm. And until and then after hearing it so many times, I was like, okay, I know which one Boba Fett is, which one Jar Jar is. Yeah. Um, especially with the whole, uh, what was that theory about him? Yeah, that he's a Sith uh, Lord. Yeah. 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 Which actually seems very viable to me, <laughs> based on the evidence. Anyways, <laughs> we went off topic. We went on a tangent. Um, back to what we were talking yes. about. Uh, field destroy. Have you 
What, what what's your experience assisting female customers or, or, or is there anything it's, like, what's the difference with those with Situations. With female guests, most definitely it makes them more comfortable. Yeah. Um, the, a lot of the times they feel like, I mean, even me, if I walk in just as a customer, mm-hmm. like other GameStop stores, I don't know, I work for GameStop, so mm-hmm. they'll like treat you. Yeah, there's dudes that will like, does she know what she's doing? Right. <laughs> so the, when the, you know, you know she knows she's like, are you looking for yourself? You're looking for someone else. She's looking so, at Overwatch. <laughs> she sees a girl on the cover. Does she knows that that's a shooting game? I can game. show you more <laughs> games for girls yeah, on the cover. Like, like. So, uh, and, ma'am, I think I can help you with another game. I don't think you would be interested in this one. <laughs> Just because the girl's in front. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see how a lot of customers especially younger generations like are like my age where they're still shy to show that they are gamers mm-hmm. you know come and start ask questions about certain video games without one being hit on by an employee <laughs> or two you know being looked down upon by another employee like, mm-hmm. you know one of the employees so like well, as soon as they see a, a, a female associate at GameStop they just go they just bolt straight to you mm-hmm. so I guess you can say it's like a dude would see a dude bolt straight to right, the dude right so it's whatever they're more comfortable with um, like by default. By yeah. default, it's like, oh, I think she'll help me out a lot easier compared to this guy. Unless, you know, every one of these, there's like one scary dude and there's a very <laughs> gentle looking nice dude. Yeah, right. But gentle looking nice dude could also be a creeper. Yeah. He just. <laughs> very, very, very much so could be yeah. a creeper. Um, but, well, how would, would you say you connect more with guy gamers or girl gamers in general? In terms of. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I would say does. when you, uh, when you, like, you know, when customers come in, would you say you're, it's easier for you to talk to a guy gamer as opposed to a girl gamer? Just because you seem you game more than what, I guess, the average girl does. Mm. So, you know, and then you grew up, you know, with your, with your brother that's like me. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't really... I don't think I've ever actually paid attention to that. Yeah. Mainly because... I'm also a very people person, mm-hmm. right. so I would talk to anyone. You approach it from a I don't really care. Who yeah, this I'm like is. I just want to learn what they're into. Pretty much, yeah. it was like, oh, you play that game. You see something catches your interest. I see something. I was like, oh, I play that too. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's more of I just straight go to. It's just like if you have interest of anything else. Yeah, yeah. Which is a pretty normal thing. I just ask because sometimes, you know. Be- like because you're a tomboy growing up, sometimes mm-hmm. you're just easier to talk to guys because guys yeah. are more open about gaming as opposed to girls. Mm. When they're very like, at the time when I'm like, I don't want anyone to know I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. But I totally yeah, do. well, and then again, like my first yeah. couple of years, I think before, actually before I started working at um, Figueres the store, the store we were originally from, mm-hmm. because. I used to be always, I dressed like a tomboy all the time. So I was always wearing jeans and like a t-shirt and stuff like the first couple of years. Um, it was only until where we had more lenient, I guess, for yeah. dress code is the where I actually code. started wearing dresses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when like the kind of, I guess you can say where it felt more that a lot of the customers kind of approach differently now. So if hmm. I guess it, when at that time, most of the time I dressed like a tomboy. So a lot of the guys would be easier to talk to. Yeah. Um, and some of the girls were just like a 50-50 because they're oh. always shy, but they know it's, oh, you're a girl, you can still talk to you more easily. So you, you, you actually noticed that interaction changed when you started dressing differently, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, I act like a tomboy, but I'm very, very girly when I wanted to yeah. be. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you like wearing dresses, don't you? you I yeah. like. I never used to like wearing dresses. Or I always liked dresses, but I always felt like it didn't match me. Oh. And that type of thing because of how much I always... Because she's so ghetto. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm so ghetto. <laughs> like growing, yeah, growing. Growing up in the ghetto is definitely something that just kind of also plays a part in it. So part. my personality is like I'm a huge anime geeky gamer girl but at the same time i grew up in a ghetto where everyone's like well you know to talk like a ghetto mm-hmm. person and, eh, it's yeah. like you need to yeah. i guess because of that and i see so many different people and then working from gamestop it's easy to adapt my personality towards what i see towards like. what you see yeah it's yeah. like this person low he looks like he's walking kind of ghetto so yeah. it's like all right what's up dude what are you looking for yeah like you know? he, might, he might have lived near me maybe so i can <laughs> talk to him you know. More or less, he's like, he's one of the dudes. He'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, 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 yo, you're yeah, like, yo, right. what's up, dude? What are you looking for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's old school. Like, that's language great. right there. <laughs> People are listening to that, like, what? what? Snippet of what is it? Like, <laughs> I, and then, yeah, and you Amy's see me ghetto. like that. But obviously, once I started wearing dresses, I don't kind of pull that until right. they're like, they feel kind of awkward talking to a girl in a dress. It's yeah. like, I mean, I'll still try, <laughs> I, try not, I try to change my personality, yeah, like, you know, adapt. one way of acting. It's, it's adapting to It's your, adapting. To your but I customer. guess you can say cosplay kind of helps with that. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes me kind of learn how to act like a certain person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Field Destroy <laughs> has a very robust portfolio yeah of, of uh, cosplaying. Of cosplaying yeah she gets hit on all the time yeah. no i don't shut yeah, up she, yeah, <laughs> she gets hit on all the time i think being just a female associate in general you'll get hit on no matter what yeah oh yeah it's gonna <laughs> so, yeah i know that's why she gets hit on all the time even yeah. female girl associate and then she also cosplays <laughs> i mean it's the perfect i've, I've seen i've seen your approach. facebook posts yeah. It's like, oh, this person hit on me again. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. And her husband's like, yeah, I just sit back and watch because it's so entertaining. <laughs> oh, wow. She, she feel destroyed, very low-key, like, bragging. Like, yeah, I get yeah. hit on, like, all the time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of weird because I honestly felt, you know, I was also one of those very insecure associates. Mm-hmm. So I don't like... I was like, why are you hitting on me? I'm like, I feel like I'm ugly as hell. You know, yeah. it, that, that's always like my mindset in my first couple of years. But yeah. after a while, it's just like, well, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, like, I have a boyfriend, which is now my husband. <laughs> You're right, exactly. So Field Destroyed just collects nerd hearts at this point. Apparently. Hangs them above her wall, and it's a hall of fame for her. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> she takes photos of that wall every now and then to brag. You know, <laughs> always collecting, always collecting more. So if you see Field Destroy out in the street, a- approach with caution. <laughs> That's <a good> one. <laughs> well, I don't even know what to say about that anymore. <laughs> uh, how would you say, um, like, how... At the beginning, especially about people, about your coworkers uh, treating you differently than you know, say, guy the guys. Because mm-hmm. I mean, before they got kind of got to know you, and you're like, oh yeah, she does game, and she's a tomboy, so she could, she's definitely like one of the guys type of person. But I'm sure at the beginning they were treat they treated you differently just because you were a woman. Yeah, I guess when they first see a lot of the times, especially since I've worked at. Shoot, different like, stores too different, right i work like maybe close to 20 stores mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like 15 official ones and like five i helped out oh, mm-hmm. like often um every yeah, new guy that usually sees me they're either they they try to be very careful <laughs> yeah. i used to say careful and <clears throat> it became a habit where i gave a fair warning to everyone it's like i'm accident prone and i'm loud 
<laughs> so it's like, oh, hi, I'm <laughs> yeah, feel so destroyed. I feel destroyed. Feel destroyed. <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. I feel destroyed. I was like, hey, I'm also very accident prone. Don't worry about me. You know. And then I'm always the one who generally starts the conversation a lot mm-hmm. of the times. So it's more of like, well, and that's where like, oh, she's pretty down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll go easy to talk to. We'll start talking to me. Sometimes a little too much. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, yeah. Meaning, like, they'll just go into their... I, I don't know if it's because I'm easily to talk to. They mm. just tend to open up a lot of their, you know, private selves. So I'm like, okay. Just like um, Stepstool. Yes, <laughs> like Stepstool. No, Stepstool. I know that he's he's just randomly talked to you about yeah. some personal Stepstool stuff that's just like, okay, I don't know where... Short. It's the short one yeah. on our yeah. team, in case you haven't guessed. <laughs> no, I think I remember from listening from the previous, I was like, I'm <laughs> going to assume this is probably this guy. Because <laughs> he's, I don't... Yeah. That wasn't even the official name for him, but apparently that has become the official <laughs> name for him. Mainly name, because of the fact how he always has to jump. Are you sure you don't want the stool? <laughs> <laughs> or he sure into the this? store and was like, did someone just come into the store? <laughs> Yeah. But he was also very easy to hide. He, he, he was, was also easy. very young, so fresh yeah. out of high school, I think, right mm-hmm. at the time. So I could, I guess that was why he also easily opened up. Yeah. And because I guess because we're also of the same nationality. Mm. Right. Because he, yeah, I remember because I was telling him, you know, fresh off the boat, that usually happens. Mm-hmm. And they always seem to easily open up if you're from the same nationality. From the same. That's something. Yeah, culture. Okay. Or community. But yeah, I remember. I think there was a lot of girl problems. Yeah. Like what? I don't, you think I remember the conversation? <laughs> but another, yeah, there always seems to be very careful. But since I'm always very loud, outgoing, and always just seem to give everyone a heads up warning, it's like you don't have to be careful with me just because I'm a woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll still talk a lot of crap. I'm not really crap. But <laughs> yeah. I'll still talk a lot. You know, about all the crap that's going on. About uh, gay stuff. It, was there any difference working alongside female coworkers? Anything? <clears throat> recognizable or distinguishable from that experience mm. or anything that you would talk with them like about shared the shared experience of being yeah I, a lot of the times they um it's like i worked with quite a few female associates they're either very shy they don't know how to open up because of other like they game but not as much as i did so yeah. they didn't know how to interact so a lot of the times i would always give um advice it's like hey if you want to be at least a little bit more knowledgeable you can use this, this, and this will help you interact with mm-hmm. other guests in the store. Uh, other times they'll be like, be just easily able to talk because they actually liked a few things mm-hmm. of the same things. So uh, definitely a lot easier if you just like how guys usually get with guys, women is easy to get right, right, like, accustomed. It just takes a while to warm up to each other with guys and girls mm-hmm. for the most part, and I see that happen a lot. Yeah, yeah. Have you had a experiences with uh, weird co-workers or weird customers because you were a woman I'm sure you've had a few <laughs> but anything that you remember a lot, <laughs> a lot. Okay. <laughs> like even a lot I've had shoot like it all I, came flooding back huh? yeah there's I remember there was a, well, should I even go with, like, it would have been an HR issue to non-HR issue. Mm. It's a lot of, I remember one, when I used to work at this one store, when I just, uh, when I was in transition, I guess you can say, when I was learning to be an ASL at that time, 
because um, I was helping out three specific stores um, because there was a new store opening and so I was helping my manager manage like three stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were training another, we were training two new store managers at that time. Me and LJ training a store manager, maybe a store manager was mm-hmm. obviously very, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> You know, but one of them was very, I can't even say, like, everything he said was very inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And, like, he feels like it's a joke, but I'm like, no, (laughs) that's very inappropriate to say to a woman. Yeah. You know, that is very rude. And you think it's a joke. And then I see him say it to someone we actually had female customers in the store. I'm like, I'm surprised you're not even, you know, I'm. I had, like, I was also very young, so I was like, I should report this guy to get him out of here, but Mm -hmm. it was like, no. Did you notice that this person spoke that way with other guys? Or was it specifically when women were around? Women. Oh. Most of us. I guess he had that type where, like, women shouldn't even be working. Uh, Like a type of mindset. Yeah. So I would always remember him because he said something very sexual and rude to me, and I'm like... I'm like 20. <laughs> what yeah. the heck? Wow. You know? I'm 20, 21, I think, at that time. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. It's just like you're... That was pretty rude. And this guy was probably around his 40s, 45s yeah. at yeah. that time. It was just like very inappropriate. Wow. Um, And I'm surprised he got hired as a manager at that time. Yeah. Oh, he actually got hired as a manager. He got hired on as a manager from another company. And we were training him to be a manager. Me, LGA, training him to be a manager <laughs> with another female manager. <laughs> That just wow. got hired on. We were training two managers in our main store, which was kind of yeah ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm like, I can understand if I'm an ASL training, you know, right. new coming. I was an LGA. But you're an LGA. Yeah, I was yeah. an LGA. <laughs> and there was technically even a position above LGA at the time. Yeah, it was a couple. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. at that time. So yeah. that's like <laughs> didn't make sense. Yeah. At the same time, we had very it was that was the downside of like. GameStop. You have yeah. training new managers to be a manager, no matter what position you may have been. It was just kind of stupid. Um, but yeah, it was very rude. And then, mm. I guess you came in the more recent store. I have a regular customer that comes in with his son consistently and is very, well, sh- <laughs> you know, <laughs> back up. You, things you're saying to an employee, female, it's like, um, yeah. hello? Right. He, like, he'll honestly speak. I think I was also pregnant with my daughter at the time, uh, where it was just like, come in, oh, like, look, it's the sexy mama manager. I'm like, hello? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so this was, this <laughs> was like, like, just like a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. My daughter just turned two and I was pregnant at the time. I was like, you're hating on a pregnant woman? <laughs> you know, and your son's right next to you. And it's not just only that. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I remember him speaking to one of like my coworkers at the time. I was like, yeah, she was like, she's very beautiful. She's very beautiful as a man. Like if I were still, you know, didn't break up with my wife or something, I was like, <laughs> back up. Wow. I'm like maybe 15 years younger than you. Yeah. You have a son that looks like he's 15 <laughs> right next to you. Oh my you know? gosh. <laughs> like, wow. Told you she gets hit on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he still comes back for like the two years and then he's, Every now and then we'll still see me at the store, even when I come in just at random. And he's I'm, as a customer, I was like, I go away. <laughs> you know, he'll start talking to me. I'm like, aren't you married? <laughs> yeah. It's like so awkward. He's not the first one, if I were to say, but yeah. he's the one I can remember the most because it's more fairly recent. Yeah, right. But it, yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> Quick question about uh, yeah, because we're talking about you know how uh, <clears throat> women are treated. 
um, differently. But uh, this right now, where and I think you actually agree, this is a kind of oversensitivity of things going on right now. Um, mm. Would you say this? A, so would you say was there's a different way that you know your coworkers treat you uh, as a girl as opposed to before? Like obviously there's, you know they they were a little bit cautious before, but now mm. are they more overly cautious than they were before just because of the era we're in, where it's like everything is offensive. <laughs> No offense to anyone. <laughs> um, yeah, how have things changed over the years? Yeah. How, like, nowadays, I guess, no, it still feels about the same. Yeah. There is those who still try to be not really overly cautious. A lot of them is just really out there. Yeah. Even, they, it's like they don't seem to care. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, even when we hire new associates, they they forget there's a lot of sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. But they'll still just talk to you like either normally, and then it goes to beyond. It's like you shouldn't even be hitting on your coworker yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think one of uh, shoot one of the SGAs last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. when we had our new DL at the time. Like he just straight up and said, "You're very beautiful." And I'm oh, like, wow. "You should you even saying that after <laughs> introducing yourself?" Yeah. You know. Jeez. I'm like. That could just be a common compliment, though. I can see that. It can be a common compliment, but the way he said it just seemed like she's ready to hit on you. Oh. I don't think that. I don't think that's something that you, you should, should even say do in a, in a professional. Well, interview. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I c- I can understand that. I'm just saying though. Maybe it as a been, st- if you're like your peers in the within the same store, mm-hmm. but you're yeah. an SGA saying that to a DL, and she's yeah. probably two years older than you. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So it's I saw that happen more than once. So it's like mm. it's just now it seems like everyone's just open out there. Yeah. Okay. It's like who doesn't seem to care. Yeah. A lot of sensitive topics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, whoever takes it to the top, it really depends on that person. Now, Do you, it's either they're too afraid. Yeah. Well, and then, and then speaking of the top or taking things to the top, do you feel? that you have been supported at the top should you ever need to dive into that and you know reach out to the folks in hr or do anything like that like what's what's kind of your feeling on this you feel like you're kind of holding holding your own out here lone wolf or do you feel like you've got backup like i've never gone to a point where i actually had to ask for any backup whatsoever because Mm -hmm. i always like i said i'm very competitive and i'm like i don't like looking being looked down upon right if it's something out of my control then i'll take it to the higher right um but that's i don't think that's ever happened Mm -hmm. to me per se but there has happened to one of my associates where i actually had to she came to me and I talked to her, and I had her reach out to HR. Okay. Um, because it felt like things were becoming over to the top, and yeah. she didn't know what to do. Because she was very, she's was outgoing, but she's also very insecure and quiet to herself. Mm. So, like, she holds stuff in. So it's, like, really hard to say how many of her type of a female working at a GameStop store yeah. compared to others. Yeah. Yeah. Did how, how did that experience go? Did you feel that? response was good to it and she got everything she needed or yes i think it's mainly because our hr at the time was also a female oh, so okay. it made it more comfortable because she didn't know you know if, if our hr was you know who in our hr would actually help yeah yeah um and then if and our hr at that time was very she was actually really good really? so i really i could for sure say yeah she was really good yeah. um and listened mm-hmm. because mainly 
Like, I swear I have to say, it's really hard. And then, yeah. as for a DL, did I ever have a really good deal? Regional, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There was one really good regional who actually listened mm. at the time. Um, if any, he was very supportive of all the women. And then, surprised, and it actually, he even remembered me when I was at first a GA and then got LGA the really? following year. So, it made me feel good about myself because... How often do you see a regional manager? Yeah. Right? right. Mm-hmm. You mostly see your district mm-hmm. leader or district manager leader. Uh, whatever so the heck the term is now. Whatever it is now. <laughs> exactly. But during that time, I met him once as a GA. And then the following year, like I said, I got promoted to LGA. And the district leader at the time completely forgot who I was because <laughs> I followed my manager to that other store. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he, he transferred there like maybe six months for six months before his current LGA like left, he was like, oh, do you want to get promoted? Mm-hmm. So I took it. And then, yeah, the DL forgot who I was, but at the same time, I think it was like a month after the DL and the regional showed up. He was like, oh, it's like, feel destroyed. You were at the other store, weren't you? I was like, wow, how no do way. you remember? I was yeah, like, awesome. how do you remember that? It's only been like a year. Yeah. <laughs> I was a GA. <laughs> so, and then he was very, like, things. He always, he even questioned a lot of the time. It was like, how is, you know, GameStop treating you? Is, like, customer treating oh, you good? Wow, Are your employees? Really? So he was very wow. open to talk. So and I, he was your DL for a number of years? Regional. 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 The DL was like, the didn't even remember who I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. that I worked with my previous manager at the original store. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, wow. So I, and ever since then, I was actually like always excited to see him yeah. because he remembered a lot of the conversations we talked about I'm like mm-hmm. you have really good memory yeah to feel that you have that you know mm-hmm. that voice up to you know yeah he was that level is great very very supportive a lot of the times we'll even question even though we don't see him he was very responsive to emails mm-hmm. so that was actually really good that's like one of like my positive memories of gamestop was because of that regional manager mm-hmm. well we've been talking a lot about you know comparing um how it is working you know as a woman as opposed to as a guy and all that but let's ask like a really normal more normal question like what is your opinion uh, of gamestop in general hmm. <laughs> we'll give you an hour to respond <laughs> <laughs> it's like a silence um well in the beginning it was honestly it was actually really fun uh-huh. you know we didn't have to worry too much about numbers, things like that. It was still like a priority at the time, you know, but it wasn't hugely forced upon to focus on sales or right. anything. I was like, oh, you got numbers? Cool. You know, mm-hmm. you got this? Cool. Oh, your store, one of your associates just got this many pre-orders. Someone sent a prize to you right away. Yeah. Which I, I honestly don't remember if there was even being a contest about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but in the last maybe five years, things have definitely changed mm-hmm. and it's becoming a lot more upsetting. Really? Yeah. In my opinion, it's a lot more upsetting. I guess you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Trade holders, we rants about it yeah. consistently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like more often now than it was before. Yeah. It's- but it's, it's, especially now, I mean, because you got a new job not too long ago. Yeah. So I think uh, now that you're kind of on your, almost on your way out, mm-hmm. I think it's more, you see more of the negativity because you're just like, I don't really care as much, I assume. Maybe, possibly. Mm. I mean, even though I am a GA now, like more or less, it's more of I'm there mainly because I still miss talking to gamers. I'm helping out my current store manager because I got him promoted from an, my as my ASL mm. to our store leader, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, helping him out. And it's just seeing like the difference of how ever like the new. I think we had like it's been a year. 
we've had three different district leaders. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's wow. like this whole turnover, this whole thing is just really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And they're just hiring more people who really don't know the company well. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm thinking. And they're just yeah, turn everything around, and you're just kind of messing up the the point of what GameStop really is. Is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, me, even though I'm a GA, like I don't care about a lot of like the things, but because I still have that manager mindset, it's more of, you know, what the f- are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so what? you feel that the culture disruption has been really, really bad with these new leaders who come in often. The turnover has been high. Yeah, and within the last like two to three years, it was just definitely not something that I'm really proud of. GameStop. I used to be proud of GameStop. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I used to be proud. Of, like, mm-hmm. being it. Um, but I guess after being like three, it's like around at GameStop for a while. <laughs> so yeah. like, I literally feel like I was GameStop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From my ASL times to my store leaders, but even then, after being thrown under the bus a couple of times, I still had my fun. Yeah, yeah. But now, like honestly, yeah, the last two years, I wouldn't really say GameStop something that to be fun in. It's no. changed. It's, it's changed, changed so for the worst. Yeah. I was gonna say though, when I was uh, working um, with you when you were my manager, I felt that way because it was just like I was always the one called upon when someone couldn't make it to their shift, and mm-hmm. I was always the recommend one when someone needed someone like to work at another store. <laughs> like, Guys, give me a break! Like, <laughs> you need the money. <laughs> That's true though. I didn't need the money at the time, but at the same time, it's just like give me a day off. Like, <laughs> but uh, okay, well. Have, would you say anything that you learned at GameStop? Because you've, how long have you been there now, a total? Was it since 2007? So was 12 it? years. 12, 12 years, years, yeah. Yeah, that was my instant a- like Asian math right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> 12, oh, I haven't been 12 years old. 12 years. <laughs> so like, would you say um, anything you learned at GameStop like helped you in life or in your new job or anything like that? Yeah, actually, it, it helped me having kids how to Mm. properly raise my kids because you can see how families come into the store how like the new parents are how they treat their kids oh my god (laughs) it's like you can see how like you have the good kids who are actually very polite when they come up to you you know register it's like hey may i please have this game oh thank you so much you have those very proper kids which is like one in 20 and then you have those those other kids who just Throw the game on the counter. It's like, yeah, just toss the game on the counter. I want this. Like, <laughs> where's your please? Yeah. You know, that's one of the things, like, definitely not going to teach my kids to be that rude. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, me also being very old school, it's just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then you can see how, um, I can see how it's different per city, per community. Because mm-hmm. in my experience of working at 20 different GameStop stores, you can see how, um, we have more common people who will spend money like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's yeah. must be nice to be rich, right, you know. Right. <laughs> and then you come to this more other um, things where you see more theft, and yeah. it's like, how am I supposed to really protect myself? You know, if something's gonna happen, mm-hmm. you know, how do I handle myself when it comes to this? How do I present myself? It made me so much more better as a person compared to how, it's like, you see people nowadays, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how everything's kind of scary as hell. Yeah. So it's really helped uh, beyond just kind of, you know, work, mm-hmm. professionalism, that sort of thing. Pretty it's much. It's actually helped in life. 
in life in general, most definitely the experiences you learn how to manage paperwork, mm -hmm. administrative. That's how I got my current job. So there's definitely a lot of things that when you work at GameStop, you can put a lot more on your resume than other jobs when you have a, one clear department. Yeah, That's one that, I mean, we've, especially we've if you yeah. work from down up. So right. if you work from like obviously GA to things, you, you can see this. The, you see yeah. how much you learn as you keep going. Mm -hmm. Like even now, you see, I mean, even as a manager, I still learn something new all the time. Mm -hmm. so. But that's, uh, I would also say that's because their policies change all the time. <laughs> their policies do change all the time but like the way the um it depends on like how your district leader likes it'll still be within the policy but depends on how good your district leader is and how they relay certain things to you you just like oh i never knew i could have thought of it that way mm -hmm. so it gives you a lot more quick thinking and then how to do quick thinking when it comes to a very upset customer to a very laid back who's like oh you know very phlegmatic like, person yeah right. and it's more it makes it easier for you to interact with so much more different people because you have, it's like not to really downgrade on people or anything. It's like <laughs> you have those stupid customers and then you have those very smart ones. But at the same time, in between those two, like the stupid person can be very smart when it comes to certain things. Mm -hmm. And That's then me. Other <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I may be an airhead, but when it comes to quick thinking, that's something you just kind of learn. Yeah, you know, like just kind of, yeah. You see someone super upset, but you can actually you know blow out that fire if you just do it this way mm -hmm. so so for all you stupid customers out there <laughs> feel just saying you're not stupid you have you have value hope <laughs> <laughs> there's hope for you and also don't be stupid customers yeah. please <laughs> <laughs> don't no, be I a mean, trade hold everybody because <laughs> i i can be stupid too i'll even say stupid questions <laughs> i'll think about it i was like oh wait i just asked something stupid <laughs> You know, we all have those moments. Yeah, we have. We all so. have those moments. There's definitely those associates who are like, "You're stupid. You're stupid." I'm like, you kind of think, I was like, no, they're not, because if you think about it, they're already, you know, they right. kind of have brought up this conversation of how they did this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like everyone's mind thinks. So you can think of how everyone's mind thinks when yeah. you work there, because you see how they interact with other people while looking at games. Mm -hmm. And so, and it was just, it got me into the habit. Even when it's low, you just kind of stand there and observe it, <laughs> like a customer in the store. <laughs> <laughs> that's always fun. It's always fun. It's like you just see them. They'll like, you'll have those that kind of just dance at random. It's like, why are you dancing? <laughs> you know? Dancing at random. <laughs> oh, Does yeah. that make you dance too? Because you're a dancer, aren't you? Yeah, Phil yeah. Destroy is an accomplished dancer. I told you, she, I'm not an accomplished dancer. <laughs> she but does. I used a, to dance. She does DDR at work. Yeah. DDR is not dancing. <laughs> well, it is. It is if, you had, if you don't have a machine in front of you. DDR is not dancing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. It's it's like Unless guitar hero. You guitar hero is not actual. DDR if you do freestyle, I don't do freestyle. Okay. I was gonna DDR say uh, guitar hero is not really. In, guitar either it's, it's the same way ddr is not dancing spreading. unless there's no machine in front of you which she does at work <laughs> what the hell <laughs> she doesn't do it at work i just no. tell her to do it at work <laughs> because i say i'm bored often yeah i tell her to get eight pieces of paper draw like the arrows <laughs> laid on the floor as soon as i say i'm bored you'll say eight pieces of paper, like, Shut up. paper. put them on the floor <laughs> yeah exactly i'm also a receptionist now so don't even like <laughs> offer that would be in the front yeah. I told her she'll also do it in the bathroom. You can do it in the bathroom. Do it. Yeah. Do <laughs> Anyways, outside of GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Level Up was is also in yeah. the dancing community. Mm -hmm. And I think you are familiar with each other's dancing groups, right? 
I think I remember. Well, no, I used to, um, I remember I used to talk about dancing, but yeah. I've, I've stopped dancing back in high school. You did, okay. Yeah. I think he said he's looking to get back into it. Yeah. Increase it. I, I think he recently, I saw that, uh, he just released again. a few videos of him, I think, practicing again. Yeah. Again, I, I saw yeah. that. I think he entered some kind of, uh, his, or a group yeah. or something in t- into some kind of audition or something like that yeah. and didn't make it. But, uh, mm. he's, he's still, like, he's saying he's getting back he's into back it. Into so, it. yeah. Okay. I saw that wow. recently. Wow. Field Destroy. Think that may be uh, an indicator of your, you know, re-entry, your <laughs> no. retirement. Okay. Yeah, once, <laughs> once, the, once, once, the, once my once kids, the are, kids a little are older. Bit, yeah. There you once go. Once the kids are a little bit older. Yeah. But I already have a feeling my daughter is probably going to be the one into dancing because she dances at random now. Ooh, wow! Look at <laughs> like that. Like she honestly dances. Music really? Point, yeah. So once we get to the point where we can actually show each other's face and we review each other's identities, we can talk about how uh, Field Destroyer and her daughter is the next like yeah. America's Got Talent audition. It's like, oh, that's her. Oh, right? no. yeah, they're, they're, they're in as a mother-daughter. Mother, like, <laughs> we'll go record the mother-daughter DDR session at yeah. the local arcade. <laughs> DDR's not dancing! <laughs> Unless you freestyle! Because <laughs> I like to do a lot of the, the hard... I guess like the hard part song yeah. where I don't do any freestyle. I just do... It's more of my workout. You just do the... Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Steps. See, she's still good at DDR that... Playing it on like the hardest difficulty is just a workout. It's a wor- it breaks a light sweat for a field. Yeah, not it. Oh my god, yeah. I'm so that's out of shape. About it. No. Yeah, see, see. No. So she's been talking about how she hasn't really done like we, you know, we talk obviously pretty often, and she's been talking about how uh, she just started to get back into like DDR <laughs> to kind of be a workout routine. And she's like, yeah, I've only done like three songs on the hardest difficulty. Now I'm gonna start to get tired. And it's like, wow, really? <laughs> I mean, if you've been so focused on kids for about four years, yeah. five years, it's yeah. kind of like it's true. Your legs be pretty jelly. <laughs> I would get tired like half a song in. She's like at three. I'm like, oh no, I'm no, starting no, to get tired. No, that was after maybe like the second day. After the first song, no. I made sure I played like the eight foot songs, not yeah. the fifteen foot songs yeah. on the first. You know, first day I, play, I played again. Eight foot songs? Is that like between two machines? Or, I mean, I don't... Oh, no, it's like the difficulty level. Oh. Like eight foot songs, yeah. See, I don't it's... remember my difficulties in DDR anymore. I had a friend who, uh, my sister, my, my second oldest sister used to date. Uh, he's still a family friend. Huh. But he's so, like, he's so ridiculous at DDR. I remember this one time he was at our house. This was years ago. And uh, my mom made spaghetti. And uh, he put on a really hard song for my sister. And like she couldn't finish it and he's still eating spaghetti and she hopped out she's like finish this for me he hopped in and continued playing while eating spaghetti <laughs> like this wow i saw this happen this <laughs> happened he beat the song like, <laughs> like okay dude <laughs> that's 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 probably how few destroy is yeah i'd imagine that same type of thing maybe well not yeah. really eat and play but <laughs> nowadays i see the other players hold the bar like the ba- they do that bar holding oh yeah i never used to do that didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Now I do because of the fact that my legs are jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like out of shape, obviously. I, yeah, and all this other stuff. It's just like kind of hold the bar. I try not to though. I still try not to. I can't even do it yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think huh. the hardest songs I always used to play like were Dead End, Paranoia, Max 300. All of those were just <laughs> back then. Old mm-hmm. school songs. So. Yes. Well, I play uh, uh, the only song I can probably do now is La Senorita, but. <laughs> Because I remember I was All really right, good at that one song. too deep, okay? Hold on, hold on here a second. Hey, hey they're, they're songs. They're regular songs. They're not exclusive to DDR. Hold on a second here. You guys are getting too deep into the We're not talking DDR about Osu lifestyle. or anything, so... <laughs> show our age, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. 
I mean, I feel like it says our age when I already said it, but in GameStop for like 12 years. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, I just really review that age. but No, but I still yeah. look like I'm 18, apparently. Our audience yeah, encompasses a wide swath of GameStop loyalists, ex-employees, current employees, and I'm sure only customers. So all ages are probably <laughs> listening into this. Yeah. You have any um, loyal customers? Like, um, I don't know, like, any good loyal customers, I should say, that's loyal, not specifically to GameStop. Aside from but you before you worked with us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aside from me, yeah. Um, uh, uh, that's not annoying. See, that's me. <laughs> through all my years, I've, I've had quite a few loyal customers who especially would even follow me to, like, my new stores if mm. they were close by. Mm-hmm. Um... Because, well, actually, a lot of my stores were right next to each other anyways. Like, I'll be, like, the next door down from the next town. So they'll, 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 they're to the point where they'll actually take that extra step to drive to my store and do the pre-orders and stuff for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of, uh, they always liked how my employees turned out after, you know, always 100% helping them. Always comes back to make sure I'm working because I'm always, you know, I like to give my 100% no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where I even found out we can help them with I can't even talk right now hurdy gurdy feel destroy everybody my standard yes she's still destroying her own language <laughs> I'm clapping right now <laughs> I don't know how many times I've ever combined words or even messed up my slurring with my words because of the fact I talk too fast I talk too much um, but yeah like I've learned how to to go about uh, finding a solution mm-hmm. for uh, GameStop for a lot of our customers that we won't get dinged for. Because yeah. you'll end up realizing it's like, you know, we could have done this a long time right. ago, which other stores don't even know that they can do now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of new people. And it's like, oh, you know, you could have done this. It's like, oh, really? This, this like a, a facepalm moment. There's yeah. a lot of things that a lot of uh, employees don't know about GameStop. And I feel like that's also because a lot of times when they get hired on, it's like it, he's quick training. Like we need you now mm-hmm. because of for every reason, like turnover or sudden mm-hmm. holiday hits and stuff. Yeah. So there's always a lot of things that they don't go by. Like they they don't go over when yeah. training you. And like one of the things that I think is popular that employees don't know is trade ban. I still see that people employees don't know what that is mm. or what that. I see now my Asian Tourette's are eating up too and I can't English. But yeah, like trade ban, I, I still meet a lot of employees who don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So. There's, because nowadays, um, a lot of associates are actually really new. Mm-hmm. And there's, mm-hmm. there's not many old school associates, especially ones that I remember being there for the longest time along with me, um, who know everything left because of how much GameStop has changed, how much, uh, like, they're just thrown under the bus multiple times. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you know, you guys are not understanding how every store is different, how foot traffic is different, mm-hmm. how the customer base, cur- customer base is different. Mm-hmm. You know, she mixed like, up customer and crushing customers. That's <laughs> crushing customers. <laughs> crushing <laughs> so it's, it's like a yeah. lot of times I feel like GameStop doesn't take to consideration of how every store is different, mm-hmm. that even in the same district, the you know one end of the district to the other end the customer day is complete 180 mm-hmm. you know completely different so they'll but they'll treat them the same and it's like 
<clears throat> I call this then like the, the those those really good managers at that time will just kind of up and leave because like you're treating me like this store when you already mm-hmm. know my store is mm-hmm. really good. Do you Especially, think that um, early, the earlier days you felt more empowered to accommodate your customers a little more than you were more recently? What do you mean by like uh, given a little bit more leeway to understand? your foot traffic in your store and know how to deliver a good experience to them versus this one size fits all mentality that corporate's handing down. It's, it's always had the one size fits all what mm-hmm. I feel like in the, since even till the beginning, mm-hmm. it's just cause they don't notice the difference. Cause mm-hmm. like I said, I work at so many different stores, yeah. transferred to so many stores and I can see like how each of the district leader treats each, especially when that time when I was working with three stores in once, mm-hmm. there was like two in the North and I worked one in the South, like for half a, half mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. And then I can see how, you know, since I was there so often, it was like, you treat this manager differently from this one because this this store is particularly, you know, has profit, but this one is still kind of high shrink. You're right. like, what, you know, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's like this store is trying to manage, but at the same time, this store is asking help for me when they don't have a proper, you know, staff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, why are you treating, you know, they're borrowing me for a reason to help them so they can, you know, set themselves up, but that doesn't give you the right to give them like a corrective because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. doing down. I'm like, you, mm-hmm. you're not thinking of this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we're getting to the tail end of the uh, recording right now, but I wanted to just do <laughs> one last, one last question before we end things off here. Um, would you say that it helps when someone is hired from the inside as opposed to getting promoted because GameStop is a very, you have to learn multiple things at once and managers, I guess, are people that are more like delegating work. So do you think mm-hmm. it helps when they're hired from outside as opposed to actually moving up in within the company? Uh, it just really depends, mm-hmm. I guess you can say, because it'd be definitely easier if you were, you know, moving up within the company because you already understand a lot of like the procedures. And then so just training for an upper level just for additional responsibilities is definitely, you know, something that they already know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Aside from if you're work, um, getting hired out, you can get those who are very competent as managers, but not quick to learn what the policy were. Um, or, you know, mm-hmm. no, not, they're just, they, they supposedly have good management skills, but it's like, they can't seem to understand the difference of like people per yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've had maybe a good four or five managers hired from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one manager who, uh, like, came from Foot Locker. Actually, I think like three or four of our managers came from Foot Locker. <laughs> now that I think about it, seems like a lot of Foot Locker associates <laughs> seem to jump ship into to GameStop. Game <laughs> I'm like, how? Um, but it's more of a, a. I remember one of them was like, all of our associates hated him except me because I was easily able to adapt to him, mm-hmm. and we. We came to a like conclusion. It's like, hey, you, you can help manage the store, but let me properly teach you the, um, you know, the policy. Mm. And it's just more of like how well you can help the policy. And that's how we kind of got a level ground. And not many of our associates hated him anymore yeah. okay. because it's like understanding. But there's those other managers who came in. He was like, no, you got to do this, this, and this. Yeah. This is part of the book. I'm like, no, because you're forgetting. There's this, this, this. Right. You have to think about. It's like, no, here. it has to be mine. Yeah. So it's more of like. It's a literally an honestly 50-50 depending on who comes in yeah. from yeah. the outside. Okay. And who wants to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, okay, I got that. Because everything is 
you know, there's always variety and there's always differences. Yeah. But I was just saying, like, in a general, it sounds like it's probably better to move, to move up. up. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. It's mm-hmm. better to move up because you already know and it's easier to get, like, mm-hmm. that that set. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, though, when you're moving up, there's, every time you move up a new position, you tend to have a lot more to learn, right? Because, like, you're talking about uh, when you move up to, like, management, you'll start getting more, like, office admin stuff, too. That you weren't working like, on. Yeah, you're brought you're brought into yeah. a lot more. You yeah, know, and that's why NCAP work, I think was about pretty much done. Remember? Oh yeah, you weren't there. But when we were talking to NCAP, when he moved up finally to ASM, and he was just like, nope. Well, yeah. I well, think it also depends on your manager yeah. who trains you. Because yeah. as a G, I mean, remember, I was an LGA mm-hmm. teaching a manager to be a manager. Yeah, I already knew a lot of management stuff yeah. because I was learning that as a GA. Mm-hmm. It's like something you can do. Or prepping you to do just how your manager wants to train you up to it. That's mm-hmm. how I was doing a lot of the times as my manager. Like, I train you as a GA, go up. Depends on how fast you want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the mindset of, you know, those who's moving up who wants right. to move up. <clears throat> right. Yeah, but in general, it's probably better to hire, like, promote someone, which GameStop doesn't tend to do. <laughs> no, uh, because they're a lot of, yeah, it seems like they'll just throw people under the bus they yeah. feel like they want more competent like sellers and things like mm-hmm. that because when they start focus on sales like the last five years it's mm-hmm. when it just became like no well f- this yeah you know <laughs> right right i want someone who can sell well <laughs> i want someone who can sell well yeah. like what about managing what about the policies you know mm-hmm. that's how it came but it was yeah i, guess I mean even before uh, i was hired into the store um that i was already seeing a lot of people you know being hired in from the outside and so, yeah. <laughs> it became a more common thing, yeah, most definitely the last five years. They ran a, uh, like, a dual store leader uh, way for a little bit, didn't they? Did they do, did they ever do that? What do you mean, like, two store leaders? Do, yeah. Or, like, co, co-led a store yeah. where one maybe focused more on the sales side and the other more focused on the... That's one, um, I think that's generally for those who are in, like, the, the, the higher stores. I guess you could, like, mm. my street how they run two different stores yeah um yeah but i mean stores that had a very very confident like if they have a high sales like million dollar stores i think they would um or if they were considered like store of the futures that would generally have Mm -hmm. because that store of the futures would be like they had two registers right (laughs) one designated for trade the other one designated for sales yeah like hello (laughs) (laughs) right yeah. I mean, I worked in one of those stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's you, you're right. You did. Mm-hmm. Huh? All right. Okay. Well, I think that's all we one have for today. Thing. Okay, go for it. And we always end this with our guests. I don't know if you did this for NCAP, but pulling on 12 years of experience. <laughs> 12, <laughs> 12 years, years of, of experience. experience. <laughs> as a, as a, a, in a unique position of being a woman, a, a high-performing, very successful woman in GameStop at all the different levels and all the different capacities that you can hold in a store uh we've got a lot of a lot of listeners we've got a lot of (laughs) listeners i asked this of level up i wasn't here to ask this of ncap i don't know if that this was asked of him but if you could impart something for either the current employees who are listening something for the ex-employees who you know maybe a little Bitter? Less, less. Uh, looking back uh, at their time at GameStop, with you know, not as much admiration. Bitter. Finding finding a hard, uh, finding it difficult to f- you know, see the value of what their time was there, and then even to the customers out there who 
you know, continually go and shop there currently mm-hmm. and are looking for a good experience. What would you like to say to this crowd? <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, the way you say it's just like... <laughs> um, for everyone in general, it's it's hard to keep an open mind. There's this, you just need to keep an open mind for mm-hmm. everything, um, mainly because of the fact that everyone is different and how you approach everyone is different. But to understand how everyone's different is something that a lot of people lack. Mm. Um, mm. Whether you're an associate or a customer. So it's, it's it, it, if you keep an open mind, whether in general, not even just working, just even outside of work, if you keep an open mind, you get a better understanding of everything, you would have been fine through that company. Mm. You probably would have had an easier time moving up. You know, or coming in, you wouldn't have so much uh, associates go against you mm-hmm. if you're from my house, things like, like that. Outsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're an outsider, because I mean, experiencing all of that, it's like, who? You can't come to some kind of even level if you don't keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just in general, even still outside of GameStop. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. I like yeah. that. Seeking to understand. Pretty much. Yeah. Then to be understood. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> More like or less. Because, I mean, how can you not understand a lot of people? It's right. like, they may be angry because of... What this, poisonous. that. Or they may be a, a girl working, and they may not know what I want to know, because I'm going to go to that guy. So, Pretty being much. open around. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the times, like, you know... Even as a female, it's more of you don't know, like the people will not keep an open mind for you because it's like you're, you're a female, you're working for GameStop. Yes. Right. So you just want to be like, well, I'm sorry that I'm a female, you know, it's <laughs> like, but I can help you. Know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I can help you, whatever I can do, my best. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can go on and on of my working <laughs> at GameStop. So many different experiences. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, well, we are going to have you back on yeah. Field Destroy to destroy some more things. <laughs> so destroy things. I hope you are open to coming back. Absolutely. There's a lot more from your 12 years of experience. 12 years of know. experience. Um, just like Level Up's 11 years. Just like Makes Level me feel old. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have Level Up and yeah, no, we Field can. Destroy on at the same we time. We definitely can, yeah. We and can. then we'll pull from two decades, over two decades of worth experience. Of experience. Yeah. I, think I can probably say that one thing I remember Level Up some when we were, I was helping at opening a store. Yeah, you were actually. Yeah. You were very instrumental in that store opening. Yeah. Oh, this I is totally good. forgot I was. Yeah. <laughs> I only started remembering. Field Destroyer's it. memory is <laughs> If you guys haven't figured that it out. Famous Field Destroyer <laughs> memory banks. It's, it, this is like, I literally gave her an award that says most forgetful. I'm not even joking. She and knows. And then she looked at it and said, what's this for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the most forgetful, yes. And I just remembered I almost died because of one of the other managers that was helping. <laughs> Oh the oh oh my oh, that's a story that's a story we're hearing that story we we know we have we're gonna have a segment too yeah. for uh, GameStop stories right, yeah. we definitely will have multiple people we're for that we're gonna have multiple, have multiple of that of that too that's for that sure. will be its own segment just <laughs> yeah. like women of GameStop yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you for stopping by giving us thank your perspective you. we'll thank have you, you back again right, everybody much. <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone yeah. likes to talk yeah. I mean we we always want to talk about our experiences at GameStop so there's there's plenty to share yeah there's plenty to share Great and that's why we that's why i think this even though it's a niche market or this there's a niche podcast i think there's, there's still plenty of share to share in GameStop. that's why i feel like this is a 
that this is a good podcast to have on a specific subject mm-hmm. of just game style. Oh yes, so absolutely. If, Distro's idea though, but absolutely, I, that's why I felt like we can really I'm run with distro. it. Yeah. <laughs> Until we'll next time though. Yeah, next time though. So uh, it's the time to, to you know yeah, do the we, thing. Do what thing? We gotta we gotta shut we gotta shut down. It's we gotta close to, the store. Close, close, close the, the store. Close the store. Remember that. We gotta close down. Take the shutters down. Count yeah. Count up, but don't Drawers. start the safe until the last customer's out. Yeah. Oh, I still started anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? Yeah. It's did. a lot of people still. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I'm even though I'm only a customer when I walk in now, they still do that. You still hear that beeping. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm still in here. Last, last five minutes. I'm always like, I'm still in here. They're like, oh, it's just you though. We know. <laughs> you do that like, dance. It's like the game's yeah. I'm like we didn't the do that, but dance. she 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 does that. <laughs> because of her dancing experience. Her, her dancing. <laughs> I mean, I used to pair a pair at closing time with work. <laughs> oh, so now, now, yeah, now I can see it now. Like she's closed, like she's closing the shutters with what whatever those things are called, and she's just like moving. That was like, when I was bye. in LGA. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you. Well, they transferred back before the day itself. <laughs> but we're gonna close okay. shop. We like kick people out. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Um, and until uh, next time. Till next time. <laughs>